Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Behind the Curtain Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Loy. This is a podcast where we take an inside look at an expat life. As an American citizen who has lived in Central Europe for almost 20 years, I'm going to take you behind the scenes to explore the joys and struggles of a foreigner. Okay, guys, today we're going to start off with a reenactment of something that I hear from students from time to time. In my past, people have talked to me about uh, this one topic, and I'm, I'm going to do it through a reenactment. So here it goes. Me. Hello, guys. Today's question of the day is, what is a story that you enjoyed as a child? Go ahead and discuss. About eight minutes later, student one says, my favorite story is the story of Vinatu. I always enjoyed his adventures. Me. Wait, who's Vinatu? Student one. Vinatu is a legend. Everyone knows about Vinatu. Me. I, I don't know what you're talking about. What, what is this story about? And all this time I'm thinking, I just misunderstood the accent. Student two. You don't know who Vinatu is? Me. Maybe. Just tell me what the story is about. The student says, it's the famous story about Vinatu, the Indian and his adventures with old Shatterhand. Uh, I don't... I don't know what you're. I don't know what you're talking about. Are you talking about Tonto, uh, the sidekick of the Lone Ranger? And they look at me and say, "Who? No, it's Vinatu. He fought the Cowboys and won." And me, I, I really don't know the story. See, in the United States, the Cowboys typically the winner in the past. Students who says, "You don't know who he is? Everyone knows his story." He's a hero. Don't Americans know who he is? I say, no. Americans have never heard of this Indian. They look at me shocked. And I think to myself, I guess I'm missing out on something. This interaction happens to me from time to time about Vinatu. Now, Vinatu is a character from a series of books from the late 1800s by a German writer named Carl May. Vinatu is, is a fictional Indian hero. The adventures of this Vinatu have sold over 200 million books worldwide. And I guess there's actually many films on this. Um, They're really, really popular in Europe. But to be honest with you, I had never heard of them when I was in the United States. You know, at that time, when these books were being written, it was the cowboy that Americans favored the most, not the Indian. America was still taming the West, so to say, in in the late 1800s. And the Indian was always looked upon as the enemy unrightfully so. And the cowboy for the American always represented the rugged American dream, fulfilling manifest destiny, taming that wild west. And in my childhood, it was all about Americans overcoming nature. But when Czechs and many Europeans, I assume also, look at Vinatu, the Indian is a person defending his homeland from the invasion of others trying to do good to others. And I think it reflects returning back to nature, maintaining nature against the corrupt influences of the Western world. To them, the cowboys were acting as the real enemy. And even though I had never heard of Vinatu, the Czech students and the Czech friends that I know, they look at him as the real hero. We each assumed that the other understood who the hero was. 
my students assumed that I knew who their heroes were. And uh, what ended up happening was I felt, and appeared at least, very naive. The stories I grew up with as a child, you know, many of you have heard of them. Star Wars. When I arrived in the Czech Republic for the first time back in 1998, um, I thought most of the world just celebrated Star Wars. Now, in today's society, everybody knows what Star Wars is. There's been many films. There's prequels and um, sequels. Uh, By the time, there's only those three main movies. I thought everybody would celebrate Star Wars. I would talk about it with my students back then. And what I found was I was wrong. A lot of people would tell me, Justin, I don't really like science fiction. It's an American space fantasy. And what I realized is that Star Wars, this space odyssey, did not appeal to the down-to-earth sensibilities of most of the Czechs that I encountered. They would much rather dream about preserving the past in Vinatu rather than exploring other worlds that a Star Trek or Star Wars might show. This kind of clash of ideas of what is cool, what is important, who's the appropriate hero, I realized at that time that my childhood was not the childhood experienced by the rest of the world. And that was a little bit of a shock for me. You know, and that's part of the uh, the training of the expat, especially for the American. The American lives in a bubble, and they usually believe that the rest of the world is looking at them. And in many, in many cases, they are, but they naively think that the things that they grew up as a child are what the rest of the world grows up with. And this kind of dichotomy between two views of childhood, I, I, I suppose you could say, uh, became all the more apparent as I as I began to... Um, watch Czech TV whenever I first got to the Czech Republic back in uh, the late 90s. In my first few weeks living in the village, I turned on the television one evening, a little before 7 o'clock, and uh, a cartoon appeared on the main Czech TV station. And the cartoon was kind of like this grainy, early 70s style art. It had this old-fashioned parlor-type music in the background. And at the beginning of the cartoon, a little boy with deep, dark eyes in a newspaper hat flies through space to the middle of the screen, takes a bow, and says with a childish voice, Dobri vecher. He then proceeds to climb some stairs in space and tosses out the broadcast company leaflets. Then, while the little boy <laughs> litters space with his papers, he then gets in a car, drives the car, then rides a rocking horse and then bounces himself on a unicycle. Okay, so what I just described for anybody who doesn't live in the Czech Republic is a TV program. It's a bedtime cartoon for little children, and it lasts about 10 minutes. At the end of the program, the boy looks into the screen and says, Dobro noc, that means good night. And at that point, that signals the time that children are supposed to go off to bed. And it's a classic here, Vecherny Czech. It's a total classic, adored by everyone. Every time I talk to people, they love it. But as an American, my first impression of that program freaked me out. There was something about watching that program all alone as a newcomer to the country, and it just kind of freaked me out a little bit. The Vecherny boy, he's got these really dark eyes and a shrilly little kid voice. And he's got this archaic music, and it just kind of gave me the chills a little bit. Again, it was another situation that for one group of people, it was a classic that represented the best of their childhood. Whereas for me, I didn't know what was going on. What I ended up growing up with was the Peanuts, Snoopy, Charlie Brown, and all his friends. 
Linus with the blanket. And so one day I decided to show some Czech teenagers my childhood, my cartoon. And, you know, Charlie Brown is a story of a little boy who just never wins. And for some reason, I find a lot of hope in that. I always have since I was a little kid and a lot of uh, Americans have for a long time. I thought my students would enjoy this much like I did. The depth of the characters, the funny one-liners, that adult-like angst of Charlie Brown. But once it finished, they just looked at me as if to say, why did you show me that? It was so boring for them and it didn't touch them at all. To them, a bedtime children's cartoon has that parlor music and animal characters. To me, bedtime relaxing child's cartoon contains jazz music and children characters with psychological issues. (laughs) Both of us value those bedtime stories, but we come from it from vastly different perspectives. So as a foreigner, how do I relate with those that have something that's so different than me? That's one of the questions I had to encounter when I first came to the Czech Republic. How does one cross that cultural divide? I have all these things I grew up with in my past, Star Wars, Charlie Brown, and Snoopy. What I ended up finding was the answer to that question came in an unexpected place. When I first came to Friedland, there was, uh, I've talked about my Czech grandmother, but there was another family that just really, really blessed me. They became kind of like my Czech parents in the little village in which I lived. They were my surrogate parents during my stay here. Yirji, the father, is a tall, gentle man. He loved to speak English with me. And he would always showcase his photos of Canada with me. And he always had this hearty laugh whenever I tried to make a joke. I appreciated that a lot. And Donna, the Czech surrogate mother, a small, dark-haired woman, always had a lot of energy and exuberance. And it always made me feel welcome and that I mattered somehow. I remember my first Christmas here. They invited me into their home. It was my first Czech Christmas. Czechs celebrate Christmas in a very different way than how I grew up. Christmas was very important to me and my family growing up. Now I was encountering a Czech Christmas. And Czechs, they have traditional carp, fried carp, and they have potato salad, like most Czechs have. I remember tasting gooseberries for the first time there. There wasn't any big tree with lots of gifts like I had growing up. Just a family in a small little apartment keeping their traditions. And even though it was very, very different, I enjoyed my time so immensely. I still have a picture that I took with them, and I'm really proud of that picture. I was able to step out of my own comfort zone and engage into theirs. In this picture, I'm sitting there in my gray turtleneck, Yerzy's in a suit, Donna and their two girls are in dresses, and a bond developed from that day on. And a lot of times, to know other people, you gotta jump into their world and not just try to protect your world. Over time... When you start engaging with that world as a a foreigner, as an expat, you start realizing that there's more common ground than you actually think. We overcome differences by engaging with those different than us, not pulling ourselves away from them. Yuji and Donna would, at times, also invite me to some of their concerts. With their friends, they would play on guitar, mandolin, and they'd have these little concerts uh, at a pub or sometimes outside around a fire with their friends. And one of the songs that Yerji loved to play was a John Denver classic, Take Me Home Country Roads. Yerji would pull out his guitar and he would just enthusiastically just strum the song with Czech words. I knew the tune. 
I didn't grow up with sing-alongs like this around a fire, but I was surprised to find out that we did have this thing in common. It was John Denver. My mother loved John Denver growing up, and we would be in the car and listen to cassette tapes of John Denver. And I found myself at that time in a foreign place watching my new friends singing a song that I listened to growing up in different language. And I found myself experiencing a surreal piece of home. I've now been in the Czech Republic for 20 years, and I keep finding these points of contact as I go through life. I have a local grocery store that I don't know why. It just reminds me of the simplicity of some of those mini-marts as a child. The only thing that's a little different is that they don't have baseball cards there. When I take hikes or take walks, around me are like big hills, green hills, that just remind me of the Pennsylvania that I grew up in as a child. I experienced all these things, the little mini mart, the hills, ironically, along the country road I currently live on. I kind of suppose country roads really do lead you back home, even on roads that appear at first glance to be foreign or different. I just have to take that first step and engage them. And in these differences, you might just find something you miss. Just don't ask me about Vinitu. Thank you for listening to the Behind the Curtain podcast. If you want to get the show notes or have new episodes delivered directly to your phone, you can go to the website behindthecurtainpodcast.buzzsprout.com to subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And as always, any ratings, reviews, or shares are greatly appreciated. If you'd like to connect, you can write me at the Behind the Curtain Podcast at gmail.com. I'd love to hear your questions and comments. This is Justin Loy. Take care, and I'll talk to you later.